Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Starcast Speaks, Jared and Bob here. And uh, happy, happy New Hampshire primary day. <laughs> For those of you. Uh, is that, oh, is this one? Wait, what is this one? This comes out, it is? Or is that actually? Well, it is today. today. It's today. So I think, you know, if, if anyone that's been following the show long enough, you know, we do Thursday shows on Tuesday nights. Um, but yeah, um, today in our time, real time for us, uh, it's the, uh, New Hampshire primary. So, you know, shout out to, uh, sexy Chris, a friend of the show who was just on a couple weeks ago, uh, resident of New Hampshire. Uh, hopefully, you know, he did the right thing and, uh, yeah, voted for his girl, Nikki Haley. <laughs> and let's say we're at, we're only at 10% reported. I'm going to so get like, a hate text after that too. Cause he yeah, he's going to be fucking pissed. <laughs> he's going to be like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just Googled it. I would say the percentages seemed a lot closer than I thought they'd be, but that's cause it's only 11% yeah. reported. Yeah. Yeah. We're not even close. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there you go. Your color fig. I don't know why your color turned why turned to yellow. I, yeah, why did I turn jaundice? Yeah, <laughs> they put the Joe Rogan filter on you from CNN. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I think also two reasons to shout out Chris. Uh, one, because obviously he is a resident of New Hampshire, uh, and two, I want to give him props for uh kind of calling his shot on this one and turns out he was right so when he was on a couple weeks ago for the celebrity death pool episode his final thought was talking about who the nominees are going to be for the general election and he brought up the point that the massive democratic donors Right, like the super PACs and all those people, like the uh, the Larry Finks from BlackRock and all those people. Again, the the mega, you know, millionaire, multi million, if not billionaire types um, that typically back Democrats and you know the, just the party in general and and fund various things for that party have kind of jumped ship a little bit and they've put a ton of their support monetarily. Uh, I don't think any of them have done it like openly in public, but monetarily they put their backing behind Nikki Haley, who obviously is a Republican. So again, we like, we, we kind of already talked about that a little bit. Um, what so, was the 10 second summary uh, run Biden as a Democrat? And... Yep. So he'll lose. Nikki Haley will win because they want Haley is the establishment yeah. uh, pro war uh, you know, she's going to prop up the military industrial complex and she's, it's, it's more, more of the same. Ten, this is more than 10 seconds. Yeah. She's more of the same. <laughs> okay. But she would be a Republican. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I don't think that's going to work, but well, I, I see the trend. Listen, the trends are there, but I don't know if it's going to work. No. Because orange the, orange man still exists. The Trump train is fucking choo-chooing, man. Holy shit. It is cruising. Um, so I mean over the I'll last couple one, weeks, so, other people say, have dropped out of the race now be, because potent what they're speculating, right? Is they're throwing their well, they've all put their support behind Trump, right? So Vivek, who was my my choice, right? And I've I've been on the record, I've said this multiple times. If Vivek is a VP for Trump, I will vote for Trump, right? I I just want Vivek to get into that office and get the experience that he needs, or not necessarily that he needs, but the experience that he needs in a way for the general population of this country to support him in the future, right? Because I believe that he would actually be a good president um, if he does the things that he says. Right now, he is a politician, right? Well, now he's a politician, not a politician by trade, um, but by definition, he's running for president, so he is a politician. Um, he's become one, at least. So do I expect him to do everything that he said he's going to do? No, because... No one does, right? Um, I'm not blind by that, right? Just because I, I think I, I, 
I'm drawn to what he says. Um, but he talks about like abolishing the FBI and, you know, severely reducing the federal government and like all of these things where I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. I'm on board for that, man. Like, and like I no said, shot, right? and like I said, if he has this whole list of things that he says he wants to do, is he going to do all of them? No. Um, and even to the point of like abolishing the FBI, is that going to happen? No. no, but he could cut funding, right? He could, he could cut funding by 30%, right? Which might not sound like a lot, but it's enough to shrink the size of the federal government, right? Like I am all for that. And that's what he has been espousing, right? And again, if he does the things that he says that he wants to do, um, he's my, my guy, right? Like I would put my support behind him no matter what. Unfortunately, he was tremendously popular with people under the age of, I think it was 45. It was either 45 or 35. He was unbelievably popular. I think he was um, 40% of the people under the age of, I think it was 35. Um, when they when they did a poll, it was like 40% of people said they would they were going to vote for Vivek. And then it was like, you know, 47% of people or something were um, Trump maybe, or like 37% were Trump. Like whatever it was, like Vivek was immensely popular with people under the age of 35. Unfortunately, what do we know about people under the age of 35? They're idiots like us. No, they don't vote. Oh, I also don't vote. Yeah, that's what I mean. So when you pull these people on the but street, to be fair, to be fair to myself, the reason I don't vote is because all these people are assholes. But this is true. I would um, vote. I would vote. I, I I think now if it was an actual election year, I'd have to like actually pay attention to what he was really saying. I would consider fucking voting if that idiot was was running. Right. But the way right. this is shaken out, no, I'm I'm not voting again. Right. It's, right. It's the same bullshit over. It. It's the same fucking thing. So he's got a couple things going against him, right? He is young. I think he's only 38. Uh, yeah, he's 38 years old. Um, the things he was saying and the the channels he was using, right? He was big on Twitter. He was big on social media again. So he was either the, you know, the leading or like very closely behind Trump for all people polled under the age of 35. Again, people under the age of 35 don't actually vote. Right, they don't show up to vote. We know that, um, so it's like all to do for nothing, right? Like, oh, you're super, you're you're the favorite candidate of the bunch of people that aren't gonna vote, right? So, like, what fucking, what's the point, right? Um, so, old people, right? People that are you know, sixty, seventy, eighty, ninety, whatever, like the people that actually vote, um, they look at someone like Vivek. And there's two things they go that go they hold against him. One, he's only 38 years old, right? So, you know, you and I were, you know, in our early to mid 30s, we look at someone who's 38 years old and we're like, yeah, I mean, you're sure like you don't have a ton of life experience, but like you got more than most people. And he probably has more than the average 38 year old because he's built businesses and been a venture capitalist and he's done all this shit. He's got hundreds of millions of dollars, right? So like he's been super successful. So like we don't hold that against him, but someone who's like 67 years old, who's a crotchety old hag in fucking Indiana to be like, oh, I'm not going to vote for some 38 year old whippersnapper. And then the other angle of that is that he is Indian. So that is a real thing. Um, it's unfortunate, right? Because it's just the world that we live in, right? Like there's going to be people in Alabama and Georgia and Mississippi and probably Louisiana, right? That are like, and not just those, not to pick on those guys, but there's there's going to certainly be people that are in fucking Massachusetts okay, and Maine. Don't, don't let Iowa off the hook that easy. Yeah. But there's going to be people that won't vote for him simply because he's Indian, right? They're going to be like, "Oh no, I, I don't want, I don't want uh, an Indian to run this country," even though he was born in America, right? Like he is 
his parents are from India, but they've probably lived here for like at least 50 years, right? They're both super successful. I think his dad might be a lawyer or his mother's a lawyer. One of them's a lawyer and does something. His wife is a, a neurosurgeon or an oncologist or something. His wife is like a very prominent doctor in whatever field she's in. Like I said, he's a businessman, made millions of dollars. Like he's American. He has no accent, right? But the fact that he looks different, right? He's got brown skin is going to preclude a certain percent of this country from voting for him, which is retarded, right? It's the dumbest thing ever, but it's a fact. And there's no way around that, right? Like that's something you need to overcome. So my whole thought behind him, like being the VP to Trump, is that if he can get four years as the VP, he can then run for president and it would lessen the blow for those people, right? And plus in four years, you know, he'd be 42, right? So still kind of young, but I mean, Obama was 44 when he got in. So, um, so the olds, right, would be more keen to vote for him because he has the experience of being in and around the White House for four years. Um, you know, he would be 42 at the time. And then maybe you would get some people that wouldn't vote for him because he was brown because they saw that he did a good job or whatever. There's always going to be some percentage of people that won't vote for him because of his skin color, right? Like that's just a fact, right? Like there was there was always going to be a certain percentage of people that wouldn't vote for vote for Obama for the same reason because he was black. Right? Like it it doesn't matter. Um it's just it is what it is, right? It's an unfortunate truth, but it is the truth. Um it's not the number is not zero, right? Of the of the people that wouldn't vote for for someone because of their skin color. Um so yeah, I mean that's kind of why I want him to be somehow involved. Um, there's rumors going around now that it's going to be Tim Scott as Trump's VP. Um, he was a senator from South Carolina, and he's black, so everyone's like, "Oh, he's going to name him so he can try and win the black vote." Because in 2020, it was the the black vote is what cost Trump or whatever, allegedly, depending on who you ask about the whole voting thing. But whatever. Um, but yeah, man, that Trump train is fucking choo-chooing. Vivek dropped out uh, last week or two weeks ago and threw his support behind Trump. Did They did like a whole bromance thing at, uh, at the first rally in New Hampshire. They were all over each other being like, oh, you're great. No, you're great. All that bullshit. And then Mr. Personality, Ron DeSantis, dropped out on Sunday. Uh, I think it was like halftime of the three o'clock game, the three o'clock football game. He announced that he was dropping out. It's like to talk about a uh, one upping a Friday at four news dump. Uh, what, was the PGA, uh, what did the PGA tour do? Did they do New Year's Eve? Uh, yeah, Shit. something like that. I don't remember what they did now. It was fucking crazy. Or what Christmas Eve. Yeah, I don't know. They just announced that they had nothing to do and they were just going to extend the deadline, the self-imposed yep. deadline. Yep. Yeah. Um. So, so, yeah, DeSantis dropped out and he put his support behind Trump. So Vivek and DeSantis were the were the two other like legitimate Republican challengers to Trump. And now they're gone. Right. So someone that would theoretically vote for either of them would most likely now vote for Trump, right? And I think it's telling that Nikki Haley has not dropped out of the race to circle back to, again, what Chris had said before. She is now getting the donor money from all of the the Larry Finks and the fucking whoever, right? So she has no reason to drop out because she has endless cash coming in from the, the military industrial complex. So I think today is a big opportunity, right? If if Trump wins by like 20%, I don't know how Nikki Haley keeps going. Because she came in third in Iowa. Ron DeSantis came in second last week in Iowa. 
So now it's basically a two horse race between Trump and Haley. And if Trump fucking blows her away, like how does she stay in it? I don't I just don't understand. I mean, you did kind of explain like the only way she stays in it. Because she like, has the would, money. Why would those people continue to give the money? Out That's of what I mean. Like, why would they continue to give her money? I also decided, so I have a few things. One, uh, my guy at 6 a.m. said Vivek has no chance. So uh, that's out, um, obviously, because everything he says is correct. Well, yeah, I mean, he already dro he dropped out like last week. No, no, no. Out as VP, sorry. Oh, oh. No chance. Um, that, that's what I was told. No chance. Oh, so, okay. Uh, so you can let that one go by the, by the, by the wayside. <laughs> um, I've also decided that on the Republican side, I need fucking Trump to win this election. <laughs> I can't have any more of, oh, will he run? Will he won't run? It's like, dude, yeah, because he'll keep running. Oh yeah, or I don't know, he might die. Like, <laughs> he'll be fucking what eighty something if he doesn't win this one and he's got to run again. Yeah, he's seventy seven, seventy eight, oh, I think. God. It's too much. It's too much. I don't know if he's older or younger than Biden. But I can't have four more years of, well, Trump this and Trump that. Just fucking vote him in for everyone's fucking sanity. Yeah. He's 77. He's June 1946. So he'll be 78 in June. And then I have another thought written down. What happened to Dan Crenshaw? Uh, he's a fucking loser. That's what happened. He got exposed for being a fraud. Oh, Biden's 81. Biden's going to be 82 in November. Jesus Christ. That means if he won, he would be in office until he was 86 years old. I mean, he's not going to live that long. I'll but... say probably not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, so what what like what happened to Dan Crenshaw? Because for a while it seemed like he was gonna be like the next guy, or if they were gonna like wait for him to get his eight consecutive, like he got exposed for being a cunt. Um so there were a ton of people that loved him and supported him, myself included, right? I'm not gonna pretend like I didn't support him once upon a time. Um but it came out that he was like a whiny little bitch and a massive part of his support came from the veteran community. And there was something, I can't remember the specifics of it, but there was something that he did that like fucked over someone in the veteran community. And so all the vets basically dropped his support. They were like, yeah, fuck that guy. Like he's not really one of us because he had the opportunity to help one of us and he didn't. And instead of not only he like threw him under the bus somehow, it was like a whole it was a whole thing. Um, and then the other thing was shout out to Unusual Whales on Twitter. Um, they're a great account to follow. They did the whole exposing the insider trading thing. I think it was 2020. It was either 2020 or 2021. He was the number one. Uh, politician in how much like what his portfolio or his net worth increased right because they they like every year they release like a bar graph of like all the politicians and how much their portfolios increased and then like in as part of the bar graph they have like the s p right like the standard s p 500 so it's like, you know, from year to year, like say this year, the S&P, you know, only gained like 4% because I think we had a down year. But like whoever the number one, um, you know, stock trading politician was increased by like 230% or like something like that. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, you're just really good, huh? Like you're just, you're just lucky. You're just lucky at trading. Um, so it was a comp, but I forget what year it was, but Dan Crenshaw was number one on that list. So he also came out because the, someone asked him about it and he said, effectively, well, how else do you expect people in Congress to make money? 
That was That's his response. Not quite the fall from grace. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So he's a he's a massive cunt. And Man, people, that only people happened don't in like three him years, anymore. too. Yeah, I know. That was quick. <laughs> yeah, because I always thought he was going to be like the next guy. Yeah, I mean, that's what people had said, right? And I think that goes to show, like, people have no fucking clue what it's going to be, right? Because remember in 2020, everyone was saying, oh, Trump's done DeSantis. It's the DeSantis, you know, it's his time in 2024. And that guy, again, his personality sucks. He couldn't even do anything. And he he dropped out. So it's like one of those things where like no one has any idea, right? And to that point, right? No, I they say, all, everyone has every idea. We talk about this now, right? Myself included again. Like I'm, I'm not trying to, you know, not put myself on a, a pedestal here or anything. Like the whole Vivek stuff, right? Of everyone being like, oh, Vivek, he's, he's in the future. He's 2028 or 2032, like whatever. Like he'll be the guy. We don't know that. We say that now, but we said the same thing about DeSantis in 2020. Right. Like there's we have no idea. We have no idea what's going to happen over the course of the next four years. Right. I was going to say, I think we were probably we were probably rooting for a Crenshaw Gabbard. Yeah. Like battle. Yeah. Couldn't be for couldn't have been more fucking wrong. Nope. Tulsi left politics altogether and Crenshaw got exposed for being a fucking piece of shit. So what you're telling me is he's the perfect politician. <laughs> I mean, if you, on you actually you haven't said it. you haven't said one thing that makes him a bad politician. That's true. Yeah. So actually, he's only getting stronger. <laughs> Maybe he is the next guy, but he doesn't have the public support. It's all about did Biden. Um, no, but he was a perfect storm of. We hate this other guy so much, yeah. we'll vote for a fucking corpse. Oh. Everything's coming up Crenshaw now. He's back. <laughs> yeah, he's he's the guy. 2028, watch out. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing that people get so worked up about politics. Yeah. It's, it's like trying funny. to figure out it's like trying to figure out next year's NFL MVP. I know. I know. You have no idea. Like, did you ever watch House of Cards? No. It's a fantastic show. I think I only watched the first three seasons. I, I definitely watched the first two seasons. I don't remember if I watched the third. And I forget how many total. I think there was five or six, but they kicked Kevin Spacey off after the fifth season. Like, they pretended to kill him off or something. And they went with Robin Wright. Who uh, Jenny from Forrest Gump for the sixth season? Who was his wife? I don't know. They, I didn't. I never finished the series. But I, again, I watched. I for sure watched the first two. And like, I, I know it's a dram. It's a, a, what is the word? Dramatization. Yeah, of of um, Washington and like not everything that that happens in that show, obviously is real and would happen in real life. But the more and more like these things go out and like, you know, random things about politicians become public, the more I kind of sit here and I'm like, I feel like House of Cards has probably gotten more correct than incorrect. Like South Park? Yeah. Yeah, really. Like it's it's billed as like a satire, but in reality, like it's closer to to nonfiction. Well, that's what any good satire is. Like Office Space is a dramatization. It's a you know, it's a push to like the extreme, right? How many people do you know work corporate jobs that go? That's exactly it. That is that is exactly a hundred percent it. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, this is funny. No, no, no places like this. No, every place is like this. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> Eight bosses, Bob. Eight. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's an interesting stuff. 15 minutes of real actual work. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, 
transitioning away from the uh, the politics here, uh, as we do, I feel like every year at this point. Uh, today is the MLB Hall of Fame induction day, and one of these days we'll actually get some worthy Hall of Fame inductees. Like I'm starting to think that, well, there was one year. Was it 2021 that there was Just no one inducted? Oh, I don't know what year. Or 2022. I feel like it wasn't that. I mean, here we are. I say it wasn't that long ago, but it could have been fucking 10 years ago for all I know. But I feel like there was one year that no one got inducted to the Hall of Fame. Uh, I don't know if I can find this fast. So I'll give you the three candidates that just got inducted into the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame today. Adrian Beltre, Joe Maurer, and Todd Helton. Jesus Christ. So Adrian Beltre, third baseman for a bunch of different teams, probably mostly known for Seattle uh, and Texas. Um, he did play for the Dodgers. I think he played one season for the Red Sox too, right? Um, Beltre played for the Red Sox. Yeah. So third baseman, power hitter, uh, decent defense, not really known for his defense, known more for hitting home runs. I think he was a 400 home run guy. Um, I don't think he got to 500, but he might've gotten close. Um, Joe Maurer, a catcher for the twins forever was really good at his peak. He was the best catcher in baseball, but like he never really offensively did a ton. I think he might've had one year where like uh, maybe like a few years where he hit more than like 35 home runs. Um, but he was never really like, Oh my God, Joe Maurer, right? Like it wasn't like, Oh yeah. It, he was mostly known for being a good catcher, right. And being able to like help a pitcher call a game and, and things like that. So I don't know. You want to put a guy in the Hall of Fame because he was a good catcher? You want to do? You, okay. Do you want to guess? So Joe Maurer played in one thousand eight hundred and fifty-eight games. I was going to say, did he play like twenty-two years? Fifteen seasons. Fifteen seasons. Yeah. Do you know how many hits he had in fifteen seasons? In 1,000 games? 1,800 games. 1,800 games. He probably had 2,200 hits. 2,100 hits. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Yep. You know how many home runs he had? In 15 seasons? 15 seasons. Um, 185. 143. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he had less than a thousand RBIs. Yep. He got that's, in on fielding. That's what I mean. Like he was known as a one of the best catchers to call a game for a pitcher, right? Like he, he had was... more career walks than RBIs. <laughs> but he has a point nine nine six fielding percentage. Yeah. That's fucking awful. Beltre and Helton, dude, these are not Hall of Fame. So exactly. That's that's my point. Again, right? Adrian Beltre, really good in his time. Great third baseman, offensively awesome as you went, John Dis again. Now you're back. Yeah. Um, I guess that's what happens when I pull up the internet. Yeah. <laughs> uh Joe Maurer, fantastic behind the plate, but as a hitter, not good. Um Todd Helton, again, he's like first base Adrian Beltre, right? Like they're the same player. Like they hit a lot of home runs. They, you know, they hit for power. They walked a lot. Like they weren't really Todd known Helton for their also defense. In fucking Colorado. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's that dude played in Arizona. I don't think he's hitting that many fucking home runs. No. So none of those three guys, in my opinion, are Hall of Fame worthy. However, 20, they're in 2021. No one got in. Okay. Yeah. Which it's seeming like now, if you want to give me, if you want to take Leland, the manager, 
Mm-hmm. Fine. He's probably a Hall of Fame manager. I don't want to yeah. look into it. Did he win with um Detroit? Was that recently or a long time ago? I don't remember. Oh Christ. I mean, at this point, it could have been 10 years ago, but <laughs> fuck. That's a bad question. Okay. Did he win in this century? Yes. With yeah, them? The ti- when did the Tigers win the the I don't know? I'm trying to World remember. Series? Was it 2015? No. Definitely wasn't that reason. 2015 was the Royals. Um, I don't even watch, but did so. This is bad. This is fucking. This is bad. This is autism. <laughs> I don't even watch baseball, and I think I can tell you: Red Sox in eighteen, Astros in seventeen, Cubs in sixteen. Oh, he won the World Series in ninety-seven with the Marlins. That's the one he won. He was not. Uh, he was not the manager of the Tigers when they won the World Series. I, okay, I kind of figured that because I don't think the Tigers have won in a very long time. Yeah, he was with the Tigers from 06 to 13. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, they were like... He won gold with the uh, the USA team in the World Baseball Classic, though. He was the manager of that team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, sick. When the fuck did the Detroit Tigers win? Long time ago, dude. Oh, damn. 1984 was their last one? I was going to say, I wanted to say 80s. Why did I feel like they just won recently? Well, they didn't. Well, they won the pennant in 2012. That's what it was. So they lost... They lost in the World Series in 2012. I knew they were in the World Series, and I was about to say not that long ago. That was 12 years ago. But 2014, was that also the Giants? Could have been. Working backwards, 2014, was that? No. I feel like the Cardinals snuck another one in there somewhere. Wait, I think that was 2010. No, 11. This is so bad, dude. I don't even I don't even fucking watch baseball. <laughs> Cause Madison Bumgarner went on that run. Did he win two or three? Um I think the Giants only won two. Okay. I feel like they may have won in 14. And maybe 12. Cardinals in 11. 10. Uh after the Yankees. The fuck won in 2010? Trying to uh, army wants to think it's the Giants again, but I don't think they won three. Pull it up. They here. win three. All right, so I got it on Wikipedia. So when do you want me to start? In 2000. Well, I, I started in 18 with the Red Sox because we were talking before. Okay, that. you want me to go backwards from 18? I went Red Red Sox, Astros. Yep. Cubs. Cubs. Yep. 15, Royals. 15 was Royals. 14. I wasn't sure. Giants was the Giants. Yeah. Okay. 13's Red Sox. Yep. 12, also Giants. Also the Giants. 11 was Cardinals. Yep. 10, I don't know. I'm thinking 10 if was, the Giants won three. 10 was the Giants. They, they did, did win three. three. Okay. I, only, I thought they only won two. That's why. I was going to say Giants, yeah. 10. They did win three. Then it goes Yankees, Phillies, Red Sox, whatever. It doesn't matter. Cardinals, yeah. White Sox, Red Sox, Marlins. Angels, D-backs, Yankees. Yep, and then it was like Yankees for three years, and then the Marlins in 97, and then the Yankees, and then the Braves. And then it was, they canceled in 94. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're way too far back now. Because yeah. once, once the Yankees won all those, like, World Series, I don't, it's like I don't know anymore. So it's like, okay, so they won 2000. 99, 98? Did they yep. win three? Yeah, they won three straight. It was Marlins, then the Yankees again. Okay, so they won four out of five. Yeah. With three in a row. Yeah. Okay. I remember they beat the Padres in 98. You don't have to look any of that up. <laughs> yeah, it was Bruce Bochy who went on to win three three rings with the uh, with the Giants. 
I can assure you I was not watching baseball in 2010 on either. Oh, yeah. So bad. Yeah. So, so bad. Yeah, I think that's probably, I mean, I, I might have watched a little bit in 2013. I mean, I definitely watched the playoffs in 2013 because the Red Sox won. But I think I probably stopped, like, following baseball closely right around 2010. Except for that one year that I, uh, well, I didn't follow baseball. I didn't watch any of the games, but I bet on them all the time and I fucking crushed. What year was that? 2021. 2021, I think that was. Yeah. That was a good year. <laughs> good year for gambling. Um, All right. I got one more thing here too. This is funny. So in the past, we did this. This we got a lot of we got a lot of throwbacks, a lot of callbacks here. Um, so I don't know how long ago we did this, but I know we did do it. Remember talking about cicadas? Yeah, and then they come always, to find they always, out they only show up every so often. Yeah, or, and then come yeah, to find it's, out it's, it's literally every year. year. Yeah. So, so people are freaking out now because there's two broods. Uh, the 19 and the brood eight, not to be confused with Gangrel and Christian and uh, Edge. Edge, yeah. Uh, but brood 19 and brood eight, so 19 is on a 13 year cycle, and brood eight is on a 17 year cycle. They will simultaneously emerge for the first time since 1803. <laughs> So it says the cicadas who spend most of their lives underground will surface to mature and engage in a noisy month-long mating ritual. Billions will appear across the Midwest and the Southeast. Brood 8 and Brood 19 won't synchronize their emergences again for another 221 years. <laughs> so after we well, went down the whole thing. jacked up. Yeah. After we went down the whole thing and realized that there's broods that literally come out every single year. I'm starting to think that people don't understand how math works, right? Because like people are like, oh my God, brood 19 and, and brood eight, they're going to be at the same time in, you know, since 1803 and it won't happen again for 221 years. It's like, all right, well, if you do some quick math here and you have one thing that's on a 13 year cycle and one that's on a 17 year cycle, that would tell you that every 221 years, they're going to happen in the same year. Like that's just math. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but it's like, this isn't going to happen again. Like if you have one thing that's on a cycle of two years and one thing that's on a cycle of six years, every 12 years, they're going to happen in the same year. That's math. <laughs> like, so like every year where these people freak out about, oh my God, the cicada, can you believe the cicadas are coming this year? And it's these two broods. It's the first time that it's happened since 1879. Every year. It's like, do, do people not know math? Yeah. First of all, they come every year. So there's something old, every year. So yeah. So who cares? Right. And second of all, like the ones that match up, it's like, yeah, it's just math. You just multiply the two numbers together and the answer that you get is how how often of a of a like a year gap you need for them to sync up again. <laughs> and that's the thing. Every year there's it's oh this will be the this won't happen again for 150 years. Yeah, but there'll be an occurrence next year that won't happen again for 175 <laughs> years. Like right. none of this is fucking unique. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, someone's this is someone's job too. Like this is amazing. <laughs> Like you live in a life of bullshit. Yeah. So congratulations for milking the system and receiving a paycheck for this. But this is fucking crazy. <laughs> it's literally someone's job to fucking map out and talk about cicadas. <laughs> oh man. And act I feel like, like it's, it's you a know big who, deal. You know who I bet it is? I feel like it's the fucking kid from Pokemon. That's like, Hey, I like shorts or whatever the fucking battle you had to fight. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> or it's the other one that's like, I got a girlfriend and she's cool or some shit. It's like, what the fuck? 
Yeah, that wasn't that like right just before be your the fucking uh, Rattata. That was right before like the the um the rock gym, right? Something yeah, like it was like I think it was up in like the the maze where you could skip a bunch of the battles, but if you yeah. fought everybody, then your shit would be fucking beast. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Pokemon. But yeah, I, I saw that the what other is- day. <laughs> I saw that the other day and thought it was funny. So I screenshotted it and made sure I uh I brought it up on the show because cicadas are funny. Yeah. Because people people can't do math. That they cannot. No. Um. All right, I got one one more thing uh, before we wrap things up here. Um. So. I saw this yesterday. Um, and it is official that we live in the dumbest time to be alive. So someone is suing Dunkin' Donuts. Well, I guess technically it's Dunkin', formerly known as Dunkin' Donuts. Um, They're suing Dunkin' Donuts for discrimination. And this should be be good. What are they discriminating against? You actually have a, a, a pony in this race. Um, they're claiming that Duncan discriminated against people that are lactose intolerant because for the longest time at Dunkin' Donuts, if you asked for non-dairy milk, there was an extra charge, whether you had to, you know, get almond milk or oat milk or whatever, Dunkin' Donuts charged you more for that. So now this person is alleging um, who is it? Oh, there's, oh Jesus. There's 10 plaintiffs in the, in this complaint. Oh, they want to take a guess as to where it was filed. Uh, either New York or California. Yep, oh, it Cal- can't be California. Nope. Oh, California. Is it California. Yep. hundred percent. California. They have them out there. Yep. Yep. So, um, and it's not the first time they've done it either because so, I'll I'll just read this blurb really quick. Um, Being able to drink milk is a choice for some people, but it's not for others. (laughs) Lactose intolerance is a disability under the Americans with Disabilities Act as amended. Dude, you should get a handicap. So here's the deal. You need to apply for a handicap. (laughs) I know I'm disabled. There's like 45 reasons we'd go do first before we went to the fucking lactose intolerance. Oh, that's incredible. So uh, lactose intolerance is a disability, whatever, said Bogdan Enica, an attorney representing the 10 plaintiffs named in the legal complaint. The complaint, filed in a district court in Northern California, follows a similar class action lawsuit that Enica's law firm filed against Starbucks in 2022. So Enica said Starbucks filed a motion to dismiss the lawsuit, which is still pending approval by the court. So this isn't the first time that this... This group is trying to do this. They would they did it with Starbucks in 2022, and it still is sitting in the legal system. Can you read back the part where they said drinking milk was a choice for some people? Yeah, being able again. <laughs> being able to drink milk is a choice for some people, but it's not for others. That statement makes no sense. I know it's it literally makes no sense because I have the choice of drinking milk. I I still have that choice. Correct. There's a trade off. There's a consequence. And no one's going to fucking die either. Like, let's stop yeah. it. You're just going to yeah. shit your pants. It's fine. Right. Right. That statement makes no sense. No. This lawsuit is... makes no sense. No. Nope. Because I haven't walked into a Dunkin'. Since high school. Uh, since 2011, I'd say. I have not walked into a Dunkin' since 2011 and had an issue with milk and not milk and whatever because I drink it fucking black. Yeah. Get the fuck over yourself. Yeah. You don't have, that's the thing. You don't have to have cream or milk in your coffee. Right. There's some that are complimentary. There's some that are not complimentary. 
Black yep. is free. You can drink a black. Yeah. Grow a fucking pair of balls. <laughs> so never mind that it's also just dumb because I'm pretty sure like almond milk and oat milk and all those are like actually just more expensive than regular milk. Well, they are like, that's the thing. Like they're more expensive products. That's why you have to pay more. Like, yeah. This is so a it's, not, it's not so this, discrimination. It's covering the cost. It's math. It's math. math again, again, it's math. Yeah. People don't know math. Well, math is racist. So I don't know why you keep going back to this math angle. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, I feel like in situations like this, we need to have like what other countries have in their legal system, where if you try to sue someone and you don't win, you fucking owe on the other side. <laughs> I'd be a fan of that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, especially so, in like a civil suit. Oh, yeah. Like, if you're going to sue someone in a, if you're going to sue in a civil suit, if you don't win, you should have to pay the other side's fees. Yeah, I'm down with that. And then shit like this doesn't happen because I assume that this group or this lawyer, they're looking for a payday. They're looking to see who will bite. Yep. It's a fucking frivolous lawsuit over nothing. <laughs> so a quick Google search uh, will show me that or actually, I'm on. I'm I'm using the Stop and Shop app. Shout out to Stop and Shop because if you search products on their app, they'll actually tell you how much they cost. So, uh, a search on the Stop and Shop app will tell you that a half gallon of uh, Blue Diamond Almond Breeze almond milk, original unsweetened, is four dollars and nineteen cents for a half gallon. A half gallon of Stop and Shop brand. Whole milk is two dollars and eighty nine cents. Dollar thirty. It's a dollar thirty more expensive. So when you are bitching and complaining about, oh, it's discrimination. You charged me more for having to add uh, oat milk to my drink. Nope, it's a more expensive product. It cost us more money. It's generally more expensive. It, it cost us more money to buy it. So to cover that cost, we're going to pass it on to you. There you go. Simple, simple economics, right? <laughs> and math. Gluten-free stuff is generally yeah. more expensive. Yeah, it's the too. same. That's the same, same idea. So I don't see the celiac suing fucking. Panera bread for their fucking <laughs> discrimination. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's just dumb. It it won't hold up in court, obviously. It so it's just people being fucking stupid, trying to make a quick buck. But yeah, like you said, I, I am down for the uh if you if you file a frivolous fucking civil suit and lose, you're then responsible for the court fees of the other side. I'd say attorney fees too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a good way to have stuff like this not happen. Yeah. It wouldn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Because <clears throat> you would only sue if you had a certainty of winning. Right. Right. So now criminal things, criminals, criminal, that's completely different. I'm yeah. Yeah. Civil yeah. This is things. civil, civil court. So, well, on that note, you want to wrap things up here? We can wrap this up. All right. I got to see what I put in here. Um, so I want it. So at, so this is coming out on Thursday. Okay. So this is coming out on Thursday, which means the first round of the farmer's insurance was on, was yesterday because this event is running Wednesday to Saturday. And I don't understand why golf somewhere, somehow, somewhere, some way, figure it out, doesn't buck 
this Thursday to Sunday trend when football is still being played. Like, yeah. play Sunday to when Sunday to Wednesday. Play Monday to Thursday. Like, play, this, this, this is this, and this well, is they do point, it which, with um. The Corn Ferry just had an event. They Sunday do it with. Is it Pebble? No. They do. They do some event Wednesday to Saturday. Yes, the farmers. This one. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's so. All right. When the host isn't listening, yeah. I was. I was looking at. Um. I was looking at the polls in New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they the projected farmers. Trump's good. They already announced that Trump's going to win New Hampshire. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, so here's my proposal. Um, during the week, the, now again, so football's on, so let's just call it Sunday to Wednesday. So Sunday to Wednesday, put it on the West Coast and go prime motherfucking time. Whether And I don't care, West Coast or put it in fucking Japan. I don't give a fuck. Figure it out. Prime time, West Coast. Sunday to Wednesday, we watch golf. Don't have to worry about it because I'll watch this week because it's going to end and it doesn't conflict with football. Right. I haven't watched any of these events so far. What has it been? Three? Barely no. watched a minute. Fucking I watched amateur. the Century just because I like the course because I played there. Like, figure it the fuck out. Yeah, I have no why desire you, to like, watch the MX. Like, why are you still going up against football? Like, what, what, are, you, what are you doing? Just yeah. stop. Yeah, or I mean, I understand why they don't do Sunday to Wednesday because they, you're the numbers are going to be insanely low, right? Because oh, people the, work during the week. The, the pressure, but it's if you time. go, but if you go Wednesday to Saturday, I think it's a better option. Well, if you're competing with college football, then it's still the same problem. But. Theoretically, there's no college. I mean, the century might have college football, but that's it. You're gonna said someone figure it out because yeah. no one's gonna listen to me. And because I, I think they don't... want they they would probably want the final round to be on Saturday because they want as many eyeballs on the final round as possible. But I mean. I'm fine be, with a Wednesday be, to Saturday tournament. I'd be very curious to know just how good the ratings are on the first three. Yeah. They can't be very good. No, probably not. And they're definitely like the ones that happen in the fall. Those can't be good either. I will not fucking believe that. Yeah. Yeah. No way. Start with those ones. Yeah. No one's watching anyway. Who gives a shit? Put it on a time where I'll watch. <laughs> All right, so uh, so my final thought is um, a pretty fucking hilarious story that uh, when you hear it, you're going to be like, yeah, obviously. Uh, so what is it? I think it was last Tuesday. Yeah, it might have been a week ago today, maybe. Or maybe two weeks ago today. I don't know. I, I don't really remember. Um, it snowed. Right, because I was at work. I remember where I was, and I I got home from work. Um, I ate dinner, and then I went out to snowblow uh, the driveway because it was one of the nights that we didn't record on Tuesday. We did two on a Sunday. It was last week. Okay, so last week. Um. So, I go out, and and we had like, I don't know, maybe four inches of snow, and it was like wet and slushy and like gross. Cause it had like sleeted and then it was like fluffy snow on top. It was just a mess. It was a pain in the ass. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'll go out. I went out after dinner to snow blow the driveway. So I get the snowblower, I get it cranking. We're going no big deal. No problem. Everything's going as, as planned. Uh, but because the snow was wet and heavy and like slushy, it kept getting clogged up in the, the chute that comes out. So 
no fear, right? Because the snowblower has the plastic stick that like hangs out on the front of it, right on the back, where um, or the back of the front, right of the the fucking hood thing that you use to clear everything out. So I grab the stick and I go to clear the chute every couple minutes, right? Because it's being a pain in the ass and it's getting clogged and all that stuff. There's no big deal, right? Stick it back on, clear it out, do like a couple more laps, whatever. I get probably 50% done with my driveway and I'm making a pass back down the driveway and I hear this massive like clunk and I go, oh, fuck. Uh, What was that? So I... I'm looking, I'm like trying to run it and it's, it feels weird. Like something's going like it's, it sounded like I just hit like a fucking huge rock. And I was like, oh man, that's a uh, fuck. So like, what's, what's up? I can't see it's dark out because <laughs> it gets dark at fucking four o'clock in the wintertime in new England. So I'm like, all right, let me turn the thing off. Right. So I, I turn it off. Um, and I take a, I got my phone flashlight and I'm looking and the auger is just covered in snow and slush. I can't see anything. So I go to reach for the stick and I go, Oh fuck. <laughs> the stick fell off. I go, I think the stick is stuck in here. So I'm like kicking the auger and I got gloves on and I'm like sticking my hand in there, which you're not supposed to do, but I'm clearing out all the snow and all that stuff. It's off. It's not going to spontaneously turn on and fucking chew my arm up, uh, which it didn't because I clearly, as you can see in the YouTube video, I have both hands still. Um, So I clear it all out and I look and I'm like, oh shit, that is, that is definitely stuck in there. And there's nothing I can do. It's too dark. Like I can't, like I'm literally, I got one hand holding my phone flashlight looking at it. And I go, I can't do this. Like I, there's nothing I can do about this right now. So I wheel it all the way back to the end of my driveway and I get a fucking shovel and finish the second half of my driveway with a shovel, which, you know, obviously you've been to my house. Um, that's, we have a really fucking big driveway. Right. It's it's a super long driveway because the house is set back from the road. And then there's a loop in the driveway um, that goes out the other side of the yard. It's a fucking pain in the ass. So it was about 50 percent cleared and I cleared the other 50 percent with a shovel uh, like an asshole. So the next day I go out when the sun is out <laughs> for the six and a half hours that it's out in uh, in the wintertime in New England and I look inside the uh, the auger and I go, oh, shit, like there's like it's it's fucking jammed in there. And I'm trying to reach and like see if I can pull it out or wiggle it or like spin anything the opposite way. And it's just not budging. And I'm like, there's I don't know what to do. Like I tried to get like a hammer and like tap it and see if it would move. Nothing didn't even budge. So I'm like, oh, shit, like there's I can't fix this. Right. Like I. I would need to take this whole thing apart and put it back together. And like, I, I'm not doing that. I don't, I'm not, I don't know how to do that. So I go on, I do some Google searching and I find that there is a small engine repair shop, um, in Seekonk, which is not that far from my house. Right. Um, that's where we had the wedding, right. It's sort of where Amy's uncle was. Seekonk is not, not far at all. So I find the place, um, and I I call them and I talk to the guy and I explain the situation and he goes, yeah, no problem. We can take a look at it. Um, bring it down on Saturday. I called them on Friday. So he goes, bring, the, bring it over tomorrow. We're open eight to one. No big deal. We'll take a look at it. We'll fix it for you. It's like, all right. And then right before we hang, we hang up, he goes, oh, you know, we, uh, we moved. I go, no, I didn't know that. I go, it's not the, uh, it's not the address that's online. And he goes, I don't know what's online. But we're in uh, we're in Rehoboth now, and it's like five four three Winthrop Street in Rehoboth. And I go, okay, all right, cool, thanks. And I hang up, and I put that in the GPS, and that is significantly further than Seekonk. But um, it's I talked to them on the phone. They said they would do it, whatever. So Saturday, I uh, I I get the snowblower. Luckily, we had a ramp because they so there was a ramp in the house from when. Um, their grandmother lived here and needed a ramp and all that stuff. So we had one sitting in the basement because if we didn't, I don't know how I would have got it in because Amy tried and she couldn't help me lift it 
into the back of the truck. So I get the I get the thing in the back of the truck. I get it all uh you know, I get it all fastened down with with ratchet straps and all that shit and I take it to Rehoboth. I got to go back roads, right? Cuz I got a fucking massive snow blower in the back and I get it there, I take it off. The guy's like, "All right, cool. We'll do it whatever." I get a phone call yesterday. And the guy goes, "Yeah, so uh I had to take the whole front end off in order to to take this. So to fix it. So I also went and checked everything and uh you cooked the belt in the engine too. So we have to change that. And I go, "All right, yeah, no big deal, whatever." And he goes, "Oh, and there was also a mouse nest in the engine." So I cleared that out and uh I'm going to have to run like a like a tune up on it just to make sure everything's good. And I go, "Okay, yeah, that checks out, right? Again, you know this, you've been to my house." There's fucking woods. I live in the woods, right? So there's there's field mice everywhere. Um, I haven't seen um, any evidence of mice since we redid the house, right? Since we did all the renovations, but they were here before. Um, so I'm not surprised that there was a mouse living in the fucking snowblower engine. How? I don't know, but... They do, th- they do that. That's actually common. Yeah. So... Um, all told, want to take a guess as to how much it's going to cost me to get my snowblower fixed? Well, probably what you paid for the fucking thing. Ah, thank, thank Christ, no. Oh, okay. uh, it was uh, two hundred and fifty bucks. Okay, so so work with me here. Definitely not ideal. Yeah, you can live with that. Right. Yeah. Not. Not the end of the world, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Would, would I rather you, spend yeah, two hundred and fifty dollars in a different way? Yes. Would you yeah. rather not be forced to spend it on something? Correct. Yes. But two hundred and fifty bucks to do to get it done isn't the end of the world. And no. then also they'll they're going to drop it off at the house because when Included? I when I yeah so yeah so when I brought it Even to better, them, though, you just saved the. Uh, so really, it's only like uh, two twenty, I'd say. Yeah. So when I brought it to them, um, they were like, all right, cool. We'll have it to you by like Monday or Tuesday, or we'll have it ready by Monday or Tuesday. And I was like, I got to work. Like I'm out on the road. Like I'm between Cambridge and Framingham and Waltham all week. Like I'm not going to be able to get here by five o'clock in Rehoboth. And they were like, oh, uh, we can just deliver it for you. And I was like, oh, really? Like, I mean, obviously at an extra charge. Right. And the guy was like, yeah. He goes, but it'd probably be like 30, 35 bucks. He goes, I think it's it's usually like a $65 charge for pickup and delivery. So we just cut it in half because we're only going to deliver it. He's like, so we'll just, you know, throw that in. And I was like, that'd be perfect. Like if you guys can just drop it off whenever you fix it, that's awesome. So, so dude, yeah. you're only into the repair for two twenty seven fifty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So oh no, I'm off. Two seventeen fifty. Yeah. So I mean, one of those things where, yeah, would I not have to, would I like to not have to spend that money? Sure. Um, are you surprised that I fucking ate up my my clear stick, whatever the fuck you call it, on the snowblower? No. Uh, that I broke it to the point where a, a professional had to disassemble the entire front end? Um, yeah, I'm not surprised. Not surprised at all. That sounds about right. Oh, wouldn't have done that. Yeah. <laughs> An actual man. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I blame because it was dark out. Like I couldn't see it. It was pitch black while I'm doing this. So, you know, whatever. I think uh, obviously moving forward, I will not be leaving the uh, clearing stick on the oh, back you're gonna be, of the snowblower. It's going to be funny too. Like you're going to be leaving that stick like so fucking far away from like. Oh yeah. Any, no, I'm just going to like try and put reasonable. it like in my jacket or like in my pocket or something like when I need it. Because theoretically, like if I'm using it and like taking it on and off, like I need to clear stuff. So I'm going to want to keep it with me. So I'm either oh, going to like hold it, put it in my jacket, right? Like do something. It's never going to be on the back of that unless it's, unless I'm not using it at all. So, yep. So always something, right? So, you're surprised but, we didn't get like three feet of fucking fluffy snow after that. 
Well, yeah, I thought about that have, too. When you didn't have your snowblower. Yeah, I thought about that. I was like, now that I don't have the snowblower, we're going to get fucking walloped. But we didn't. <laughs> Thankfully. So. Actually looking okay at the end of the week. Yeah, I think I saw 50 on to Thursday. the point that I actually, I actually considered driving down to the Cape to play golf. But <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Let's see. Um, well, that's going to do it for us. Uh, thank you for watching. If you're on YouTube, uh, don't forget to hit subscribe up above. Uh, tell everybody you know about the show. I'll spread the word. Uh, subscribe if you're an audio-only listener. Uh, if you use Apple or Spotify, go leave us five stars in a review. Uh, helps new people find the show. You can get us on Instagram at Sarcasm Speaks Pod. Twitter is Sarcasm underscore Speaks. Facebook is Sarcasm Speaks. Website, SarcasmSpeaks.com. Go to the merch store, buy some merch. And then also, while you're buying stuff, uh, support all of the sponsors in the show notes below. Uh, all of the links and the promo codes and whatever you need is down there. So check that out and uh, support those guys. Uh, that uh, That's it. It's going to do it for us. So until next time, good night, everybody. <laughs>